Welcome to Epic Moses, the teaching ministry of Chris Morgan. May the light of God illuminate your heart and may the truth make you free as you listen. The latter part of Daniel 11.32 says that those who know their God will be strong and do exploits. But is it really possible to know God who is a spirit without knowing yourself first? Of all the things that one should know in this life, the first and foremost is that one should know themselves. I heard that statement many years ago, but didn't quite make sense of it at the time. I had at that time thought, how can I not know me when I am me? But now after something like 20 years, I'm beginning to fully understand the concept of knowing oneself. Human beings typically operate through beaming their senses out into the world to receive impulses with which they make decisions about everything. When I was in school, we were told that human beings are categorized under a group of living things called mammals. Mammals are generally known for reproducing by carrying and incubating their offsprings in the womb of the females until the fetus is fully developed before they give birth. Now reptiles on the other hand, for example, are not that way. They lay eggs and the offspring is developed outside the body in eggs. So human bodies are mammalian in nature alongside other mammals in the animal kingdom. Which is why when you dissect animals, their internal organs are similar to what humans also have. Whatever internal organ humans have, they are also in other mammals too. Now, every living thing has one thing in common. This is that their primary occupation is self-preservation. All the primary senses of living things are aimed at survival. Which is why it is said that life will always find a way. Or life is stubborn. It always somehow finds a way to survive. Whenever you cut yourself with a sharp object, so many mitigating processes automatically begin to make sure you survive. First of all, your nerves send a message to your brain, giving a measured signal to indicate the extent of what has happened. This is what we feel as pain. It's actually meant to alert the rest of your members that all is not well in a particular location. Then help immediately starts, first of all, by the red blood cells around the wound clotting in order to stop the bleeding. Then the white blood cells rush there to start a rebuilding process to close up the area that has been opened up. And then your immune system also starts to develop antibodies to fight infections that may want to enter into the body through the womb. All this happens automatically because the primary purpose of every organ in your body is built to help you survive. This is also why when you sense danger to bodily harm, you start to run before you can even think. 
It happens instinctively because your entire being is pre-programmed that way. Survival. This is the nature of all animals. They live strictly by instinct. They are ever driven by survival and reproduction. As a matter of fact, the entire life of every animal is eating, sex, sleeping, excreting, and reproduction. They keep repeating this very cycle from the day they are born up until the day they die. Every action they take and every movement they make is geared towards these things which are the basic ways to perpetrate life. However, humans are not just mammals. Humans have something that other mammals do not have and that is a spirit. And because of this, humans have what is called consciousness. This means we are self-aware or at least we are meant to be. This also means that a human being is not supposed to live the way other mammals do. Beyond the principle of survival that is at work in our bodies, we are supposed to be conscious of our true self, which makes us more than mammals. It is expected that a human being will operate beyond those basic instincts which drive mammals. I'm talking about eating, sex, sleeping, excreting, and reproduction. It may not seem like it, but every action by a lot of people on earth is driven by these five things. People have jobs mostly because of what they will eat and survive. People's daily activities are driven in one way or another by one or two of these things. They live like that and eventually die, only fulfilling the lusts of the flesh, the lusts of the eyes, and the pride of life. As strange as this might sound, some people do not know themselves. This is because they have never directed their attention inward to themselves. All their minds are geared towards their survival by doing those things to facilitate it. Everything they do is about keeping their bodies moving and happy. It doesn't matter that what they are doing is not even good for their bodies. They still do it because their body desires it. Now everyone knows, for example, that smoking puts people at risk of cancer. But they still do it to keep the body satisfied, knowing that it's not good for them. They eat all kinds of food that may not be good for their bodies because the body likes it. So it would appear that they just obey the body as faithful servants. They don't even care who else might be hurt by their actions or who they might destroy by so doing, as long as they can do what the body wants. Now the question then becomes whether the body is evil. The answer to that is that the body is not evil, but the body is subject to natural things because it is earthly. Everything the human body is made out of came from the earth. So in a manner of speaking, the earth is everybody's mother. Now when I say everybody, I am speaking of our physical bodies. This is why when the body dies, it is put 
back where it came from, the earth, and the earth reabsorbs the whole thing again. Those same materials reabsorbed by the earth are then reused to nourish trees and plants, which get eaten by animals and humans who further use them to reproduce again. And the cycle goes on and on. What I'm talking about plays itself out in the life of every human being in one way or the other. When I was much younger, I remember that I wasn't even very conscious of my own body as much as I was conscious of keeping it alive and happy. I carried on with certain habits which were not healthy for my body because I was not that conscious of myself. I didn't even recognize how unhealthy what I was doing was for me. I was comfortable doing things which I could never do today. I understood myself as being my flesh, so I felt helpless under its influence. It wasn't until I found out that I am a spirit and that my body is not really me. That's when I could muster the will to exercise control over it as an inferior entity. It is easier to take care of a thing when you know you are superior to it. Somehow, I felt helpless about my body when I thought that it was me, but I felt empowered when I knew I was something higher than my body. It's the same as dealing with your peers against dealing with your subordinates. The former can be a struggle, but the latter is easier. Not just that, I also found that I could better take care of my body when I knew it wasn't me but something which belonged to me. You can more easily observe or study anything from a little distance above. Those who live in a city cannot see what those who are flying over the city can see. The people in the city have details of small parts of the city, but those in the air have a holistic view of the entire place. In that same way, if we elevate our mind to the spiritual dimension, we have a better idea of what our body is and how to manage it better, regardless of what it may want. Once we find ourselves in this higher level of life, one can begin the process of living intelligently rather than living instinctively. It's always sad and pathetic when I come across humans who are simple creatures of instinct. They are totally ruled by what their bodies direct. Once they are hungry, they must eat or there will be problems with everyone around them. They say a hungry man is an angry man, so it actually controls their temper. If they are sleepy, they can't but sleep immediately no matter what's happening. Asking them to hold the sleep a little while could lead to a fight. When they are horny, they must have sex immediately. It doesn't matter with whom or where. So they go ahead, if need be, to pay for it. Not having that sex at that very time is totally inconceivable for them. As far as they are concerned, the body has spoken. And the body must have what the body wants because the body is the boss. 
It is true that the body is an organism, therefore it has needs which make it function. I reiterate that the needs of the body are not evil but necessary. Eating is necessary, sex is necessary, and all other needs of the body. However, man is a spirit who possesses a soul, therefore has other needs beyond that of the body. It is also necessary that a person develop to get to know themselves as being beyond their physical makeup. If that doesn't happen, those individuals who simply lack the ability to take a decision apart from their physical desires. This is what it means to be carnal. It's not about committing sins, but about not having a mental oversight over our body. This is a big handicap for any individual, and it shows that they have not developed a basic sense of self beyond their flesh. There are different levels of this development, and they normally happen in stages as human beings get older. But unfortunately, some people never advance beyond this point. There are still higher heights of consciousness which even go beyond the self, but we will be going into those subsequently. But before we finish, let me leave us with the scripture in the book of Galatians 5.16, and it says, This I say then, Walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Until the next episode, may God give us the spirit of wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much for listening, and God bless you. Hope you were blessed by these teachings. For inquiry, support, and contributions, kindly send us an email on epignosis721 at gmail.com You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 234 We would love to hear from you. God bless you.